Let me give you some love and, love and affection. Welcome to the Departure Lounge. The conversation will be taken off in a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi, guys. Hi, all. Welcome to another episode of the Departure Lounge. Welcome, welcome. Hi, guys. Happy How Baby Friday. Happy Thursday. Happy Friday evening. All that good stuff. Or whatever day you're listening to this. Happy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm dying slowly but surely. Oh, dude. <sighs> the the woes of being a woman. Woohoo. Sucks Yay. being a woman sometimes. It sucks. It sucks. Not only are we the lost and the uh, barrel loss of everything being a black woman, we also have to go through these kind of pains monthly. Woohoo. Yay, fun. To just prove that's that we're not bloody uterus. Great, fun time. <laughs> Woohoo! But we shall shower on. We shall shower on. We shall soldier on. <laughs> Woo! She says with as much enthusiasm as she can. Absolute joke. Not me narrating my life. But anyway, <laughs> how are you, Cass? I'm good. It's been a good weekend, so I'm all right. Okay. I'm here living, so. living, life in, life in, all them things there. You're the reason why I'm currently sitting upright. Otherwise, <laughs> if it wasn't for you, I would not be sitting upright. I would be right back in my bed. No, well, thanks yeah. again, babe. Thanks for sitting upright. You're welcome. You're welcome. Other than the pain, how are you? Um, I'm doing okay. Um, I turned on the TV yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. And then there was a bloody Father's Day um, advert. And I was just like, that just reduced me down to tick. What is wrong with me? And then I realised, oh, yeah, I'm on my flipping period. Of course, I'm going to be emotional. So this week has been an emotional week. Um, The first thing that happened, um, I got into NIFA, to the NIFA programme. And I'm on their set ready programme. So, like, that will accelerate my acting career. So that's thing. Um, it's amazing. Um, have been sitting down with my talent manager, going through stuff. Um, and then like um, I really have decided once and for all, I'm going to ban working in the corporate field um and do something completely different I'm doing I'm ready for a massive career change. It doesn't have to be right now um but I'm looking to do it in the next six months so like I'm gonna be doing like other things to um thing but it's gonna be more around social media rather than anything else and yeah so that's that's it I made the decision now so I've just got to stick by it so yeah Good what about times. you how's your week been good some some life decisions have been made on this end also <laughs> um I took a bit of a, a leap, a bit of a jump on Friday, which I'm terrified about, but oh. it has to be done. Mm-hmm. And I've done it now, so there's no going back. <laughs> I hear that. And you know what? Like, I, I feel like we're at this pivotal moment of our lives to make these decisions. And mm. you know what? It's going to be for us. It's going to be for the best. Because yeah. obviously at the end of the day, like, one thing that the panoramic has taught us is that time is now, you know, the time is now for living the life that you want to live. And if you don't like shit, like, you know, you're not a tree, you can get up and change. And I'm here for you when, wherever you need me and wherever I can help, I'm going to help. But yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Like, honestly, everyone this week that I've told has said the same thing. I'm just like, you know what? I'm overwhelmed by all the love and support that I'm getting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, whew, bring on new chapters. Woo! Love to see it. But yeah. So, want to start off today by starting off with the stupid motherfucker of the week. Yeah. And I think we all know who the stupid motherfucker of the week should be, especially if you are in London 
um if you are part of i feel like our generation and our like everybody in london knows what's going on so if you follow the shade borough or if you follow trend central or if you have any inkling of being a young person under the age of 40 in the united kingdom you would have watched blue therapy or if you are just a follower of the shade borough in which is our shade room here in the uk you would have known about blue therapy and you would i would have hoped that you'd have watched it so from season, from the first episode we got to see jamel and um deborah yeah, and then we got to see Choma and Paul. Paul's a dickhead. Yes, yes. I will always, I will always ride on that train. That guy just needs, to just, I just, he needs to just get beaten up. In, in my humble opinion, he's a narcissist. He's a big boy narcissist. Because whenever someone asks him a question, he'd be like, "Okay, so, so," and the, the therapist, therapist is called Denise. He'd be like, "Okay, so Denise, so this is the situation, yeah. I've got." How can I tell? I've got this, I've got that. And it's like, answer her fucking question, dickhead. Oh, my dears, yes. Oh, but, yes. But, but let me put it to you this way. Answer the block, block question, dickhead. What do you do? What do you do for work? Obviously, I I work with a lot of high clients. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's not answering questions, my G. That's not answering my questions. Oh, Honestly. You need, like, oh. Uh, I need to like entertain my clients and la, 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 la. like fuck you, Paul. Fuck you. Honestly, absolutely good. Absolutely from, from episode one to episode four, I think we can all agree that Paul's a dickhead. Yep. Okay. But this week, no, no, no. Let me even let me go to the start. First of all, first week, we see Deborah and Jamal, and we're like, okay. Deborah's a little bit crazy like she's a little bit a little bit much you're wanting this and you want in presents and you want in gifts and you're wanting this you want the guy to come off a clubhouse I'm like I listen to moderation tv okay you better leave Jamal alone I was riding for Jamal I was like no no we need to cut this chick off <laughs> I was riding like I was riding for Jamal as if I know him from Adam or Eve I do not know this guy I just sit in the audience of moderation tv and I'm like brook 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 Listen, okay. First episode, I was like, nah, Deborah needs to go. Second episode, Deborah needs to go. Third episode, uh, what's going on here? Then fourth episode, it drops, and he has cheated on Deborah, and Deborah was right the whole time to not trust him because he was being a little dirty cheat. The thing about Asia, gaslighting to a next level. How can you take her to therapy? You wanted therapy. She didn't, she didn't therapy. You said you were therapy. So I work for your shit, right? And you knew, you knew what you were doing, but you mm-hmm. took a therapy. Gaslighting mm-hmm. on a whole nother level. A whole the worst thing, the level. worst thing is you like you cheated on her with your ex, yeah, who right. she is cool with and who she's cool with you training. And so on top of it, you made her look like an even more of a dickhead. Hundred. Like, this is the girl's first relationship and now if she was to be if she was to go into her next relationship and do fucked up shit then it would be like oh you know what not all men are the same duh, 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 duh. but if the tables had turned and if it was a girl doing that to a guy and a guy that's justification for him to become a player for the rest of his life like fuck exactly. off exactly like, like, it's, nah. it's wild like he started off as we were all riding him we were all on his side all of mm-hmm. us were on Jamal's side we mm-hmm. were like you know she's She's too demanding. She's this. Like she wants this, that, and the third. She wants the rich. She wants the bag. She wants the holiday. Mama's trying to build his career. He's trying to sort out his house and X, Y, Z, and blah, blah, blah. We really believe the source. Wow. We really believe the source. And then, and then, and then, and then you're sitting there like, yeah, and no, I've got something to say, but it's hard, man. And you know what I felt for them? Because everyone was like, I'm going to fuck you up. Tell me what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And any so woman he, who's been cheated on before, that I don't know about you, but I was triggered. <laughs> because really he, triggered. He, was, he wasn't even really? saying anything. He wasn't saying anything. He was like, you know, obviously he started with that classic triggering term. You know, I love you in it. I was like, piss off. I was piss like, no, you don't off. love me. You don't love me. You don't. Because if you did, you wouldn't cheat on me in the first place. You don't love me. Fuck off. Oh, you know you're a beautiful person. No, 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 no. Like you are actually, he was actually a narcissist as well, like an undercover mm-hmm. one. 
dirty dickhead. Mm-hmm. I literally, I you know what? After I watched that episode, I'm not gonna lie to you. I went on Clubhouse and I and, and I removed myself from the Club of Moderation TV. I unfollowed them. I was like, I'm hurt. Like, what the fuck? And so this is why Jamel has been receiving the stupid motherfucker of the week, probably of the month, because he's actually started off June as just being a dickhead. I'm just sorry. I'm just so sorry. But Honestly. yeah. And then, and like, oh yeah, Christina's not the one you need to worry about. Okay, so it ain't Christina who? Exactly. If it wasn't for exactly. Christina having her name dragged through the mud, because, you know, you couldn't just be upfront with your girlfriend and say, you know what, I fucked up. This is what happened. You poor Christina's having her name dragged through the mud. Mm-hmm. Fucking rude. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I I just hate it. And and honestly, I just I don't even know what else to say. I'm just so disappointed. Like I'm literally stormsy right now. Like with my cup of tea, like I'm so disappointed. <laughs> and I'm still disappointed. <laughs> like when I heard that drop last week, like when he said to Denise, like, oh, like basically if if Deborah was doing the same things that I did in the car with my ex, I would not be happy. When I heard that, I was like, this motherfucker. Honestly, you're an asshole, Janelle. You are a whole asshole. A whole asshole. A dickhead. Somebody who needs to get punched in the face. Honestly. But yeah. Um, so that's um, the stupid motherfucker of the week. Um, I don't know your surname, but Jamel, you you get it. You get it, nigga. You get it. Yep. So, yeah. You, sir, are a dickhead. You are a dickhead. A dick you had us all. Forehead. You had us all food. We were all we were all rooting for you. We really were. We really were. The thing is, is that the, the worst part part of it is that. She was portrayed to be the, the villain from the start of the show. Yeah. And then in the end, it was really him. And that's the thing. Like, there's an underlying issue with that because it even shows, like, Black women, yeah, we put up with so much. Like, let me not even get in. No, actually, let me get into it. I'm going to rap. At the end of the day, yeah, it's always us that we want too much because the way that it was perceived that she wants, she was asking for too much. He's trying to save for his house. No, 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 no. But her asking for something, because that's kind of like, from what I'm seeing, it is that's her love language, isn't it? Is receiving gifts. That's when how you show that you love that person to her, from what I'm seeing. But then the thing is, you're, you've withheld from that after you decided to cheat. Because if we look at if we look at the timeline, he said that it started from February, from February to twos, like he's he's changed in how he reacts to her, how he interacts with her, no, 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 And that's where the trust issues came in for her. Because you stopped mm. doing the shit that you started doing. And you're if you were really talking about like trying to save for a house and shit, then why why change your whole attitude towards her in general? In general. Yeah. You know, so it was just like you made her seem like she was just a gold digging, like loud ass, um, big mouth black woman, angry black woman who's um, who's suspicious, who's angry for no reason, who wants more than she can get. And then in the end, it's because you've withheld love from her. You've withheld affection from her you've actually stopped doing the shit that you were supposed to do and then on top of it you cheated on her like we shouldn't have to accept struggle love hell no hell no like the, the, the thing about it for me right obviously so yeah when I first started watching it I was like Deborah, you're young you're 24 and I get it you can take yourself to Hakkasan and all these kind of places I understand that but what you need to understand equally is that if you're trying to build with a man I'm not saying that you can't ask for things or get given like gifts and whatever else. If that's your love language, that's your love language. Mm. However, you cannot expect a man to do all these things for you. And then when he turns around and says to you, genuine question, what are you bringing to the table? Get offended because you should know what you're bringing to the table. And to be fair, you're only 24. You don't know what you're bringing mm. to the table yet. Like me as mm. a grown ass woman, if a man was to turn around and say to me, all right, cool, well, I do this and the third and blah, 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 um, look after the house or 
take care of the house and all the money, that sort of stuff. What you bring into the table, me at my big age is going to be all right, cool. You may have the house, but I'm working towards having my own house, my own career. I've got my own drive, my own ambition. And I, I, I'm not a materialist person, so I don't expect gifts from people. That's not my love language. I yeah. don't expect like a whole bunch of expensive gifts. I never have and I never will. If I want something, I'm going to go out and buy it my damn self. If you're going to buy it for me, yeah, thanks. I'll accept it. But I don't expect any man to buy me anything. That's, yeah. You can if you want to, but it, it, for me, it's not a requirement. But I think a lot of the younger generation nowadays, because they're seeing on Love and Hip Hop and um, Real Housewives and that sort of stuff, people are getting gifted cars and bags and holidays. And it's like, I'm sorry, if you're working a nine to five, you ain't affording no Chanel bag. Perhaps. I'm sorry. If you're earning, say what, at maximum 40, 40, 30 to 40 grand a year, you are not going to be able to afford a Chanel bag unless you save four years to get that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, expecting gifts is one thing. But someone can give you like a little River Island jobby, a cute little, you know, oh, I saw this and I thought of you here. And you should be grateful for that. Yeah, true. But you shouldn't be expecting a man to buy you to be buying you designer label and whatnot. When I'm sorry, can you afford to buy design labels for yourself? If you can't afford to do it for yourself, then you shouldn't expect it from somebody else. That part. That part. But yeah, so in the beginning, I was not a Deborah fan at all. Um, mm. I do feel for her now though, because she was right, her gut was telling her something weren't copacetic and it was right. And to be fair, women, our guts are always right. We know this. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I do feel sorry for her. I do think she definitely deserves better. And I hope she's left Jamel. I haven't watched Aftermath yet. I've just about finished um, episode six. I watched that yesterday. Um, mm. But yeah, like I, and, and with Paul and Choma, I really hope Choma leaves Paul because Paul's a dickhead. I really hope that she she left him as well. But um, she deserves thousands She deserves of so much. Because like, she's so buff. Honestly, and when he's like, oh, you know, when I try and force you to do things, you know, you don't do things like, oh, I have to lift you up during sex. And it's like, I'm sorry, you're basically implying she's fat. And I've been on I've been on the receiving end of that kind of talk. And you feel so fucking horrible. You're just like, but I'm, I'm, my clothes fit. I'm, I'm not fat. I'm, I'm not putting on weight like that. But apparently to him, you're coming down the road looking like some fucking shamu. Like, mm-hmm. it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and you've gassed her into thinking that she's not fine when she is she's beautiful it's crazy hi hi but i'm glad that they even though the show is fake the issues are so real real yeah so real because there's something that happens in our society so much and i'm glad that we have something that is uk based because Mm. i'm sorry like some of the issues that happen in the american tv shows let's be realistic they don't they're not really ours they don't translate us yeah like I'm glad that Backchat and like um, and like Blue Therapy and all of the shows like them that are coming out of the woodwork are like dealing with UK based issues. Like, yes, we've gotten to the point where now there's a lot of people that like designer and blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, is that it's really not that deep for us. But the, the underlying issues of narcissism, of struggle, love, of shit that like and fat phobia and mm. like the... Um, like terminating pregnancies all of that stuff I know that you haven't um, listened to the last episode yet but still no, I, I got I got I yeah I've watched that okay cool. all of it but I, I passed that point and that that okay. broke my heart man watching oh. Choma like talk about that broke my heart I was like yo I was literally as soon as she said when we were pregnant I I started crying. So I was watching this. Um, I watched it live because they did a pre- they premiered it live. So I watched it live. With, yeah, I think this was on Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. Mm. But um, I was watching it live with my friends from overseas, from America. Like mm. I was streaming it live, and we were watching it. And I was on video. And as soon as she said "pregnant," and then my friend went "Tilly," I was like, oh, no. <laughs> "Like literally." <laughs> I was just, I was a mess, mate. I was a mess. I had to rewatch it again because afterwards, I don't think I took in much of what happened after that point. I was just like, oh, girl. It was just so sad. And like, I get, yeah. like, so from a male perspective, right, I get it's not something that you want to discuss because you feel like, cool, it's done, it's happened. 
but they don't they will thing, never understand the the um the effect it has on a woman of course not and i feel like obviously yeah it affects both sexes differently obviously we have to go we're the ones have to go through it mm-hmm. but you're equally that if you're a good man you're equally there and also you're gonna watch the effects and it's good if you love your girlfriend or your wife or whoever it is mm-hmm. watching her go through that is gonna mess with you internally mm-hmm. and the only thing that I can say for Paul is that obviously he should have spoken about it but men yeah. don't like to talk yeah so they should have discussed it before they got therapy they should have actually sat down and talked about it because obviously Trevor feels like she was forced into making a decision because he was like I'm ready to be a dad so basically on your own and she didn't want that and, and that's the worst thing is that like he even turned turned around on his neck and and said oh I'm a man I'm not supposed to be showing feelings no, no, no. I was just like nigga you're I weak. really know that she left him you're saying that you're not supposed to show me emotions no a man that can't show emotions is weak in my eyes yeah definitely is you need to be able to hold your emotions own them and let me talk to me in it as your girlfriend or significant other talk to me let me know what's going on in your head mm-hmm. because if I don't know what's going on I'm gonna think it's something to do with me and it's not it's all down to you so yeah like it's it's sad man but yeah I really I really hope that um Truman, Truman and Paul aren't together um <laughs> I hope Truman finds her happiness she finds her peace because I ain't Paul for real that like if she needs somebody to love her and give her some let me give you some love and, love and affection you <laughs> yeah definitely she needs a man to give her some or a woman if she if she swings that way you know happy pride month <laughs> and all of that you know um but yeah like i i definitely just hope that both both couples break up i i really hope so i i'm gonna watch the aftermath today i'm gonna find some time to do that but yeah so under the travel travel um updates i wanted to talk yep. that talk about them because it kind of coincides with my travel hotspot of this month because this month I've, I've decided to choose portugal as my travel hotspot of the month mainly because like this week so this week i was gonna go i was gonna go to portugal um, I was going to go to um, to Faro, but um, I decided instead of wasting my vacation days, I could just go there on a weekend because Portugal's on the green list. Well, you know, Boris and his mates decided to shit on that. Fuck uh-huh. y'all. Um, and decided, you know, um, to take off Portugal from the green list and move it to the amber list from the 8th of June. Cool. Yep. Say no more. So now, officially, from the eighth of June at four a.m., we've got eleven countries on our green list, and that's Australia, Brunei, uh, Falkland Islands, Gibraltar, Iceland. Um, yeah, I did say it right. Yes, Iceland, um, Israel, and Jerusalem, New Zealand, Singapore, South Georgia, and the Sandwich Islands, Saint Helena, Ascension, and the Tristan de Com whatever but so that's 11 um countries and then on top of it there are one two three four five six seven seven countries that are moving from the amber list to the red list from the 8th of june as well so that's trinidad and tobago sudan sri lanka yeah yeah yep 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 i i have and the thing is is that what's what's annoying is they don't give any reason why that's the annoying thing about all of this it just says moving from the um from the amber list to the red list on the 8th of june that's all it says at 4 a.m on the 8th of june so yeah so trinidad and tobago sudan um sri lanka Egypt, Costa Rica, that one was so random to me, but okay. Um, Bahrain and Afghanistan. And there'll be no countries that are moving, being moved to the amber list from the red countries. And then also on top of it, you know, semi-good news. I've got two semi-good news. Obviously, we can still go to Ireland, the UK Channel Islands and the um, Isle of Man because they're common travel areas. And so there's no need for us to test or to quarantine. So I was, I was going to hope and propose that we go to Ireland for a weekend just so that we can chill, whatever. Um, we'll have a job, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like £19 for, for a um for a Ryanair flight. I know I don't normally say that I like Ryanair, but I mean, it's like... 
10 pounds each way so why not you know for a weekend but yeah and then um the second good news is france is actually allowing vaccinated travelers worldwide to come in from the 9th of june and that's including americans so you know all of my american listeners link up in paris um in in because you know i know france is in um the amber list so it will just mean to quarantine for 10 days after i come back and i can work from home so let's go to france Jump um, on yeah you just a cheeky 29 pound on the Eurostar. Why not? You know what I mean? Why not? Um, why not? So, yeah, so that's my travel updates for this week. And yeah, as I said, Portugal is definitely on my travel hotspot of the month, but we can get to that later. So, Cassie, have you got your rum? I do. So, I've been getting some stick from a friend of mine. I also know names, but. I've been getting sick, right? Because Barbados has got some fabulous rum, right? Oh, yes, they do. And she's upset with me because I haven't mentioned this particular rum before. And we all know I love a Mount Gay. (laughs) We all know I love me a Mount Gay, right? But my issue is Mount Gay that you can buy here it's not the same as Mount Gay you can get in Barbados. Very true. The Mount Gay that you get in Barbados is strong as hell and it goes down so smooth. It's beautiful. It's rich. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when I was in Barbados a couple of years ago, I bought back a big bottle um, of the Eclipse and I bought back myself a big bottle of the Black Barrel. Mm-hmm. Black Barrel has not been opened yet. <laughs> I'm crying. I need an occasion I need an occasion um, to open up the Black Barrel. But Mount Gay, um, for me, is one of my favourite rums. Always have been, probably always will be. Obviously, it's a Bayesian rum. We know um, Bayesian rum slaps. Um, So you can actually get... Hold on, hold on, hold on. These rum websites are like, how old are you? Are you old enough to enter the website? Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay, so... When, and also, when I was in Barbados as well, I did go to um, the Mount Gay Distillery, mm-hmm. and it's pretty sick. They have like little rum tastings and stuff as well. My mum didn't want to pay the fifty US dollar to do it. <laughs> I'm crying <laughs> because she was like, "In Jamaica, when you go to Upland State, yeah, you pay your money, but they also give you a little bit, a little rum steak home. Do they do that here? No, they don't. So why am I going to spend my money? I was like, "Okay, mum, relax, calm down." But whatever. Anyway, so. For over 300 years, Mount Gay has been crafted deeply aromatic and rich rums on the northern tip of Barbados. Mount Gay Eclipse, named after the 1910 total solar eclipse, is a blend of rums distilled in traditional copper pot and column stills, then matured in American whiskey casts. Um, Eclipse embodies Mount Gay's rum style, fresh vanilla, sweet almond, ripe banana and mocha. It is an iconic rum punch and can be enjoyed with your favourite mixer. So, yeah. <laughs> but, so they've got, run down the list. So obviously you've got the Eclipse, mm-hmm. um, you've got the Black Barrel. Mm-hmm. You've also got the uh, Mount Gay XO as well. And they've actually got, and I, I, this is one of the things I love about rums, right? You can get different um, like selects, and this one, so it's seventeen oh three master select. The bottle is beautiful, pretty, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's mad expensive as well. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah, okay, no, it won't, it won't tell me. Um, it won't tell me how much it's probably a good thing. So I'll probably be like, oh, bye. Um, but yeah, so with with that one in particular, the master select, it's got um, obviously all the same notes. So it's got like. Uh, the vanilla, the banana, the okay, and the mocha notes. Um, it's also got a balance of raisin, spice, and toast. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm quite intrigued to try this one. Hopefully, I get to try it very, very soon. Um, but yeah, the basic uh, amount gay you can pretty much get from any supermarket. Um, and like, it's usually about between 25 and 30 quid. Um, it's 
forty percent. So it goes down quite nice. Goes down quite well. Another forty percent. Honestly, honestly, I because it's one of my favorite rums. It's it's up there. So I'm gonna give this one a nine. You know, this is your first nine. First nine. Oh wow. My, oh, yeah, wow. You, got, you, you got my first. Woo. But yeah, first nine. Um, the bottle, the bottles, all of them are really, really cool. Um, tastes great. You can have it with. You literally have it in a rum punch. You can have it with coke. You can have it with juice, and it all slaps. One thing I do love having this rum with Iceland do a apple and raspberry juice. Mm-hmm. Bit of that with the rum tastes like a twister. It's great. Hmm, I'm gonna have to try that. I think you should. It, it honestly tastes like a little twi- like a twister. It's great. Ooh. Yeah. I love a twister. You know me, and I definitely <laughs> love a twister. And you know, while we're on rums of the world, I was on um, Lasso Lass's um, what's it called on their Twitter. I remember Lasso Lass as your first ever rums of the world, and yep. that one, like I, ah, uh, my days. So I decided to, you know do some googlings and like a bit of like you know stalking and you know th- did you know that the owner is black and he I is did. i did my friend and he's david single. shout out shout out to david um he's the one that put me on the run because it's one of his friends so so yeah. tell your friend david that i'm single and looking to mingle and hey how you doing he is fine Listen, I was I was deep dive. I did a deep dive, and I was like, "Yeah, I did not know that this man is so fun." Hey, <laughs> how you doing? If well, you know what? I feel like I feel episode. like we should do. I feel like we should actually get the makers of Last of Us on the show. That's what yes, I feel like we should because I I, I have brains to pick. I want I want to know the ins and outs, and you need to thirst traps firstly. Stop it. <laughs> Stop being the first day. Stop being the I'm not being thirsty. I'm just like. Hello, like yeah. this is all new to me. Whoa. I'm, I'm sorry, but he like I was I'm getting hot now. But <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't expect it. Honestly, I did not expect it. And he like I was watching his YouTube and him talking about the rum and everything. I don't think I even listened to like what he was saying about the rum. I was just like, damn, you are just so fine, Lord. But yeah. And you know what they also have as well? Because people obviously love the bottle. They've got like refillable little pouches. Yeah. So you don't have to throw bottles away, guys. I know we're talking yeah. about Mount Gay, but just a little tidbit of information. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, you can get like refillable bags and you can get that scent and you can refill your bottles so you haven't got to throw them away. Because I love yeah. my bottle. Um I bought the I sorry. Um I bought the um what's it called? The Father's Day hamper for my brother. Aww. And I'm kind of like not wanting to give that to my brother because it looks really pretty. So yeah, I might be keeping that for myself. And yes. if my brother hears this, um, apologies. But Hi, you know, yeah, it's really it's really nice. It's on their website. So yeah, sorry. I know we we like today's realms of the world got like hijacked by Lasso Lasso. But hold tight, Lasso Lasso. This one, honestly, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, so back to Mount Gay. Um, I actually found I've actually found how much the um seventeen oh three master select is. Mm-hmm. It's 175 pounds. It's it's guys, it's it's my birthday in three months, yeah. So I'm gonna do a little whip round. Um yeah, the master select is 175 pounds. <laughs> so it's had to tell me nearly 200 pounds. That's a flight and a hotel to Lisbon. Yeah. <laughs> For a master select, yeah. Or or you could get the Mount Gate XO Peak Smoke for 199 pounds. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's a flight to Lisbon, hotel with 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 breakfast. On top of that, it's like every single day that you're there, your coffee, your um pastel de natas, and your like your your ham sandwich. Or um the Mount Gay Special Reserve rum, bottled in the 1970s, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I actually dropped my phone. Uh, I genuinely or, dropped my phone. 
or if you know because you love me you can just send send a nice mount gay exo triple cast blend it's only 49.95 it's 50 pounds <laughs> if, if you don't want to spend, spend spend the money money you, you can get me the, the, the cheaper one for 50 pounds and, and i'd appreciate it same way <laughs> i'm actually but yeah so this week's run of the world comes from lovely lovely barbados mount gay clips it is amazing um yeah it's, it's been given the highest seal of approval from myself which is a nine because mm-hmm. yeah it's a great rum you can have it by itself you can have it in punches with juice with coke whatever you fancy and it goes down great it's smooth <sighs> and it's a fabulous rum you love to see it you love to see it. and she's only literally got like a little like sip of the rum at the bottom of the bottle now so I understand why she's given it such a high rating because there's right. literally like a pinch left a pinch Honestly. of a shot that's not Honestly. even a shot it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's really not but you know but it, it is what it is man but like I said the black barrel hasn't been opened yet as soon as I get some banging news the black barrel will be opened and I will I will we'll toast to something chills we yeah, we love to see it. Probably when the outside opens. Oh shit! I just remembered. I forgot a um a tidbit about um the travel news. Yeah. We're just all over the place today, aren't we? My bad. Yeah, guys. yeah. It's because my period, and you know what? I'm gonna just blame Mother Nature on this one because she's <laughs> been a real bitch to me today and the last couple of days. But the 21st of June might not be happening, guys. Gonna yes. Let you know. So potentially I had, so one of my friends turned 30 on Friday, big up mm-hmm. Yasmin, um, and she was planning a massive blowout, obviously for, for her 30th in a couple of weeks, but the, the 21st meal seemed pushed back by two weeks, so it's a bit shit, bit of a shit. So yeah, they, they said that they're going to review it, but then on top of it, it might be, there might be a third wave of the COVID. So... Because what of the Indian variant, right? Yeah, because of Delta, the, the new name for, for the Indian variant. So there might be either a fourth or fifth, whichever one you want to count, um, lockdown. Or there might just be a third wave of COVID and um, of covid and Boza decides, oh, do you know what? Fuck it, fuck y'all. So I don't know. At this point, we don't know. Everything is up in the air, but they're going to review it and tell us on the 24th, by the 24th of June. So 21st of June, what we are all looking forward to, where outside opens and all of that shit, well, that might not happen, beloveds. And just hold on to your pearls because it might not happen for a while because we might not have the summer that we wanted. And I'm sorry to do this to you guys, but you know what? It's better to rip the band-aid off really quickly than do it slowly. This is very true. This is very true and it's kind of sad. Um, Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is, dickhead, Johnson, if I can't go to Jamaica in July, I will fight you. Ooh. I will fight you. I need a holiday. You took it off me from last year. You dangled the carrot this year. So if you and your fat ass tell me that I cannot go to Jamaica in July, oh, we're going to fight. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I want to fight back. him. I want to fight him and his cousin Biden. So you know, at the end of the day, like we'll just we'll just be beefing them. To be fair, um, <laughs> because I just feel like, do you know what it is about this whole thing? Is that I find that if we'd have done certain things, if this time last year, instead of having the borders still open instead of like allowing people to come in and I get that, like, you know, people that will come in to work um, for the NHS or to work for like the healthcare system, I get that. But the other people that were coming in back and forth, back and forth, there was no need. None. Now, the second thing on top of it was like the way that the South African variant came in, the way that the Brazilian variant came in, the way that the now the Indian variant has come in, those three variants that came in had nothing to do with us leaving and going. It was people coming in. And that's where my problem is. And obviously, like, I feel like last year the, the borders should have closed. 
I feel like I we had we should have had the travel ban from the start. Like, yes, we know that the lockdown was supposed to be three weeks at the start and then it turned into three months. If that had really been taken seriously, like, and really, like, close the borders and just allow essential workers to come in and actual, like, you know, citizens who were stranded abroad to come in, then we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Because New Zealand is open. Australia is open. Yep. People can do whatever the fuck they want there. Even yep, China, yep. for fuck's sake, is open. Where it fucking started. Where it started. Everything <laughs> grew, like, is open over there because pe- they actually took the necessary measures and didn't pussyfoot and, like, you know, get scared because a couple of people are saying shit, you know? It's true. Um, and I think that the government is more scared of the the um, Oyembo people that are just talking shit rather than listening to scientists and listening to people who know what they're talking about. It's true. No, I, I definitely, I, yeah, I, I get that. I agree with that. It's, the government is run by money. And all they yeah. want to do is make sure that, that money's coming to the country and whatever else. And I, I get it, but money isn't the be all and end all. Exactly. Look how many lives we've lost because you can be asked to go to last year when everything started happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, is that now... Now is the time that you're closing the borders. Now it's too late. Yep, that part. Like they only closed the borders, what, in January 2021, right. a whole year into the panoramic. You know? But whatever. Ridiculous. But yeah, okay. So your travel hotspot of the month. Where my travel hotspot is of the month is one of my favorite places to go in Europe. Um, is Portugal. Portugal is like my first love if I was to say like a country I'm not going to say all of Portugal is my first love more more so Lisbon um but yeah um it's my happy place like um Lisbon as a city is somewhere that I would definitely live in definitely been um scouring the housing market over there to buy my villa there um Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking at it and definitely looking to move there because if I don't move all the way out and move to Dominica um, when my house is finished renovating, I'm definitely looking at 100% moving to Portugal. Um, just because, okay. Yeah, just because the, the, the standard of life that is over there, um, that's the first thing. On top of it, being an expat who speaks English has offers me a lot of like um opportunities over there and plus mm. I speak Portuguese so it's like it makes it better but yeah on top of it I just wanted to give us some facts about Portugal so Yay. um first thing first things first you know when we're speaking about English and being a person who speaks English uh, in Portugal 32% of Portuguese people actually speak and understand English 25 24% of them speak and understand French and despite although um Spanish is very I feel like Spanish is very um similar to Portuguese um only nine percent um of Portuguese people speak it fluently um but they can mostly for the most part understand Spanish when it's written or spoken because it's so similar some of the words are very similar um on top of it Portugal is one of like the most cheapest countries in Europe and on top of it it's got like great cities it's got great beaches and it's so inexpensive to travel around Portugal it's like about I think it's like two euros for like a um a metro pass for the whole day but and it's not just like a whole day as in eight hours I'm talking 24 hours so 24 hour metro pass is like two two um euros um and the food is like great value. Oh, Jesus. Bacalhau. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> See, I do remember like, the food when I went, because I've been to Portugal twice. I've never been to Lisbon. I really want to go to Lisbon. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been to the Algarve. Oh. <laughs> and actually went over, went over to Madeira too. Oh. 
Yeah, the food the food is everything in Portugal. Like no matter where you go, even if you go to Algarve, if you go to Faro, if you go to Porto, if you go to Lisbon, if you go to Sintra, if you go like no matter where you go in Portugal, you will get great quality food because mm. it's like it's it's very it's like so ingrained in the tradition. The food is like part of the tradition. Everything that is done is done over food. Like I remember the first time I went with my friend to like Porto and we went to her grand we stayed at her grandma's house. Like as soon as I got in from the airport, we went to the to um her grandma's house. I was thinking, yeah, I can go and chill in the bedroom, da da da, da. like you know wind down from the flight note free course meal was was literally like laid out wow like we had soup then we had um um we had franco do a high like um chicken with like um rice and like spinach thing and everything like that then we had the main meal which i was just like this wasn't the main meal okay and then we had dessert and she her grandma had made this cake that was just like oh um we need need, need grandma some some recipes please you know i mean so yeah so um definitely lisbon is my favorite place to go but for like families and stuff like that i think porto is good but i definitely would love to go and live in lisbon for at least um like for at least a year or two and so mm-hmm. you know all going well in the next if everything not if when everything goes well in the next year then definitely 2022 Tilly will be moving from the United Kingdom to Portugal yay yes I'm glad we'll have to come and see you okay yes, and then we can enjoy since you love since you love Portugal so much what is it about Portugal that has you loving the country okay there i think the first thing is the people okay the second thing so the reason why i say the people i'm saying like the people as in like um in lisbon anyway um the people you can go anywhere around lisbon and you will find the most nicest the most laid back the most friendly the most loving people that you'd ever find around Europe wow. and I'm talking about like Western Europe I, I haven't really been I haven't ventured too much into Eastern Europe so I wouldn't be able to give that but from from like places Germany France um Brussels Italy um Spain um Latvia like from everywhere from those countries Denmark Sweden um from all of them Lisbon in Portugal the people that I've met there oh they took my heart so that's sweet and and living in London like there's certain parts of London that you can find those kind of people but it's not like if you go to see my road I know everybody on my road everybody knows Mm. me and they're cool people but that's because they're Caribbean but if you go to another road in the same area it's like cold hard places Mm. you know but where whereas Lisbon it's like you go and you just find just amazing you know like um Avos um uh, English tales um grandparents like they'll be yeah, like you know you can call me Avo you can call me Ava like you know and it's just like but not, I don't look like you it's okay we are the same like it's just oh it's like the people just get me excited and then the welcoming nature the food the um the culture the lifestyle everything is just it's not slow but it's like there's a purpose to what they're doing but mm. it's not a rush and mm. everything isn't a like what where I heard the saying the more that you rush is the more that you rush to die um was wow. in Portugal and that was from so um I was in a cafe near Macesto Pambel um where my friend Thais lives and I was staying at hers and like just around the corner I went to I went to the cafe down there and I was like you know chilling with the locals you know having my coffee having a pastel donata like just having a conversation and mm-hmm. I was just like oh I need to go and see the sights 
And then the woman was like, it's only eight o'clock. Why are you rushing? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know, because when I was in touristy mode, I was thinking I need to see everything. Yeah. And I need to go around, you know, she was just like, the more that you rush, she said it, it sounded a lot better in Portuguese, but in English, <laughs> it sounds, the more that you rush, the more that you rush to die because you're going, 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 going. You're never taking enough time to just sit and observe. And I really just took that in. And the more that I did it, I've seen that London is not for me. England is not for me. The UK is not where I want to be. And I would not want to be in Europe, in, in, um, not Europe, um, in the, the US either. I, if I'm going to stay in Europe or stay in the West, I'd rather to stay in Portugal or I'll find somewhere, some random island and sit on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like, I don't know that there's been a shift in me. The more that I, as I'm, I'm maturing, I'm just loving more, you know, being more around community and people who think the same way as me and people who just want to live life instead of living to work I want to work to live or just not work at all but actually live you know that's where I'm at yeah I hear that yeah oh okay fair enough well thank you for that too you're welcome you're very very (laughs) I've got um I've got a list of 15 things that Portugal are famous for. So the first okay. thing um, is it's famous for its beaches. I mean, Portuguese beaches are next level. Like I'm not just talking about Far um, Algarve. Like you have the Ahoys Islands, you have Madeira, you have, um, you know, Algarve, obviously. You've got like um, Portimao. Um, that's where my friend is. I just moved to and like let when I'm telling you it's insane the beach that she just walks on every single day she goes out for a walk casually and she's just like Tilly it's so beautiful I'm like yes I know I can see it Um, (laughs) but yeah like it's just beautiful so then second thing that is uh, um it's famous always Algarve because most tourists go there then you've got um, number three got Costa Vincent Vincentina. Then you have Nazare. Then you have Portugal. Um, Portugal. <laughs> Lol. Lisbon. Then you have Porto. Then you have football. Football is very, 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 very famous in in um in Portugal. You have yep, Pastel yep. de Nata. Pastel de Nata is something more than an egg tart because I'm getting pissed off when I keep seeing that in English translations. It's much more than a fucking egg tart, okay? An egg tart is a bunch of shit. This is goodness. Pastel wow. de Nata is like, it's like love in a, in a pastry, you know? It's love. It's not an, a fucking egg tart. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> um port wine port wine oh have you tried their port wine i know you're a rum person but their port wine goes goes hard goes my mum um yeah has some at home mm. um they're very famous for bacalhau which is codfish um okay. translation their golf courses cork and their golf no i said that already and caldo verde <laughs> Um, so that's I'm gonna get what, more what, into what, it. What's Calder Verde? <laughs> I completely butchered it. Oh no, I'm sorry, but what's that? <laughs> Jesus, hold on, let me go down. <laughs> what's Calder Verde? Oh, you're so British. It's just very ridiculous. British. I know. Very British. Okay, so Calder, it's like um, uh, Calder. Um, it's like a broth. It's like, like a soup a, type thing. Or... Yeah. So, you know, like broth, you know, you know, when you get like managed water is a broth. Yes. It's like their own version of like, um, like a green broth. It's got like kale. Um, it's got, let me see the ingredients. Hold on. It's like a minimum thickness soup, predominantly green in color as cabbage is cut into very thin slices inside. And it's, and it's, um, it's eaten as an appetizer 
appetizer or as a very late supper. Traditionally, um, caldo verde is always served in ceramic bowls accompanied by cornbread or different slices of charazo, um, which is like chorizo. Um, um, and that's added into the broth. And it's according to the, um, to the original recipe, it's always accompanied by young red wine. So basically, so when you have it like as an appetizer, like every time I got a free course meal while I was at my friend's um, grandma's house, literally every before every meal that was what we had oh wow every single before every single meal let me see if I can get a picture for you that's it okay but it's so good it's like you wouldn't think that something like that would be so good but it is it is (laughs) interesting okay but yeah so they so like um you know how we have saltfish Mm. Like they have their own version, but they call it codfish and that's bacalhau. Okay, cool. But they have it, they don't have it like they don't break it up. They have it whole. Oh. Whole, and it's and sometimes so like they'll um take out the some of the salt and then like um deep fry it. Girl. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you have that with a bit of potatoes and a bit of broccoli and broccoli. And whoo, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, mate. Telling oh, you. Oh wow. It's so good. It's so, so good. But yeah, it's so crazy how like the things that like black people did from years ago because of slavery is still passed down and then so ingrained into culture now it's yes. especially in the brazilian culture and in the portuguese culture like this is something that has been passed down through the um the african generation yeah and that's another reason why i love portugal they don't deny that they were so heavily involved in slavery well they kind of can't <laughs> i mean i i get it like they and the spanish were the ones that started it but the thing is is that they they never rebranded to the point where they hid themselves away from it. They understood it. They put up their hands, but they started the progress. (laughs) So we can't knock the progress. At least they're doing something. Whereas like, you know. Fair dues, fair dues. Oh, good times. I look forward to hearing more about Portugal as the month goes on. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait to tell you more. And I can't wait to go. It'll be fun. And hold yeah, tight to the UK that wanted to stop us from going. But did I stop me? Because, yeah, I haven't been to Portugal in years. I think last time I was there was probably when I want to say, what, what year were we in? 2021? Yeah. 2017, maybe, last time I was there? I don't know Last time I was there was 2019. I was meant to go last year. Didn't work out. But I'm definitely going this year. I don't care what Boris says. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's got, he's got a lot of people to fight. And nearly just choked on the smoke. Um, so, yeah. But that's it for me oh, today. No. Oh, yay. Okay, well, I've got a random fact for us. Okay, so today's random fact. Did you know that between 1912 and 1948, the Olympic Games awarded medals in sculpture, music, painting, and architecture? I did know that. And that was my today's video on, on Friday. Was it? Yeah. So I learned that on Friday. And that was literally my today's years old on Friday when um we had a room on Clubhouse. And I was like, guys, did you know this? And nobody else knew. I was like, yay, I won. <laughs> well, now we're showing it with the masses because I found this out today too. I was like, what? But yes, yeah, so according to the Smithsonian magazine, after a heated debate in in the post-war years. The, competi- the competitions were scrapped. But yeah, people used to get awarded or used to win medals for sculpture, music, painting, and architecture. Wild. Yeah, it's crazy. And some of them were times as well. Art. Yeah, competitive art. <laughs> that sounds so cool. I'd love to do something like that. Very crazy. But yeah, that's the, that's the random fact for today. I love it. I love it. I love today's show. Just having a little natter, you know? I know, nice little catch up. Yeah. Little chat. Little chat, little, you know, little natter. Having a little, you know, rant about, you know, bozza. You know what I mean? 
Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys, for listening in. Thanks, Kathy, for being here today. Thanks for getting me thanks out. Thanks you for being here today, also. <laughs> With the pain and whatnot. So thanks, thanks, love. Thanks, hon. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so guys, um, Cassie, not guys, Cassie, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Cassie's Kitchen um, on Instagram. And on Twitter, you can find me at underscore K-I-K-I-X. Ooh. What about you? What about you? What about you? You can find me on Twitter at Travel with Tilly. And then if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at Travel with Tilly, yeah. Um, and then on Clubhouse, you can find me at Tilia. Um, Clubhouse every single Sunday at 7 p.m. with the departure lounge. We have like a chilled out room. So if you have Clubhouse, definitely look for the departure lounge club and then you can like, you know, follow us and then catch a vibe with us. What about the socials? Do you want to plug the socials? Do it because I can't find it. <laughs> I'm crying. So um, our Instagram is at departure lounge pod our twitter is at departure lounge without the u after the t in departure and then if you want to find us on clubhouse it's the departure lounge club so if you yep. like go on your search sessions and then just write the departure lounge will come up and you'll see our logo but yeah, yeah. also travel stories guys send them in yep. keep sending them keep sending them um, keep you can send them, them in via the dms they're always open um, mm-hmm. for either one of us and obviously on the socials too or if you want to write us a little email you can send an email to cassandtillstalk at gmail.com definitely we want to hear from you guys I can't wait for next week's show because there's so many um, that I want to talk about that's been happening recently as of um, the cl- the um, the panoramic you know wild 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 okay well have a good week guys and we will holler at you next week definitely bye guys